0: what's going on everybody welcome back to football today um we're gonna be discussing uh, another match Bayern Munich a preview Bayern Munich versus Stuttgart um I'm gonna be going through um the previous encounter with Stuttgart break it down what happened because I have to tell you I went back and watched the full match whole 90 minutes I'm going to go through what I expect to see. I'm going to go through the lineups. And I will also um, um, discuss, uh, you know, why uh, why this is a pivotal match uh, for the players and not for the team. Uh, but all that for the to come. Uh, let's get started. Uh, you know, I like I said before, I went to... Uh, I went online and I, you know, checked up some places where I can watch the uh, prior match before between Stuttgart and Bayern Munich. That, uh, the first time earlier in the season, that was away uh, at the Stuttgart Mercedes, uh, Mercedes-Benz Arena. So, you know, when I watched that match, I remember that that was probably one of, you know, of the early, early season, one of the best matches. You know, that match... Um, you know, was still before the whole sort of quote-unquote crisis beginning. Uh, that match was, you know, every, everything's all right in, in Munich. Um, you know, everything is jolly. We're doing fine. We're going to be successful. Uh, and that game was a great game. I recommend you guys going to back, uh, going going back and watching that game because you know um, Lewandowski, Thomas Muller, and Goretzka. That match basically scored goals and assisted each other. Um, and it was probably one of, you know, the the, the left foot shot uh, to the right corner, uh, bottom corner from Lewandowski, uh, you know, the assist from Lewandowski setting up, uh, you know, his teammates. Um, but what I want to get to, you know, is that Stuttgart are not really... You know, they weren't back then when we played them. They definitely are now. They are not a threat. They are definitely not a threat at all. Currently, currently, they sit 16th. They currently sit 16th right outside of the relegation zone. They have only 14 points. They have two wins in the last five games. They have three straight losses. The last three matches have been losses. They are not in good form. Uh, it seems that possibly that Pavard is a doubt. Uh, or he, Pavard is out um, from what I am hearing. Pablo Mafeo, the best player on the pitch last time for them when we played him, is a doubt. Um, so it will be interesting how they line up. They might go back to a back three. Um, and they just signed a new... Uh, a new, uh, you know, club record signing for them, a new defender, uh, Ozan uh, Kabak, I don't want to butcher the guy's name, uh, but he can he can possibly make his uh, debut uh, at centre-back for them. Um, and, you know, they can throw in, you know, Dennis Ayogo, come in additional centre midfielder for more stability because, you know, they are in a team that do not have any spine. They, you know, you can cut them apart. You can have a field day against Stuttgart, and it's been like that for years. They've been crawling and managing to stay up in the top flight. But let's get back to. I want to get back and you know talk about what happened in the first leg. You know, in the first leg, again, like I said, before the match started and after the match started, or after the match ended. I'm excuse me. Um, there, this was still like a euphoria. This was uh, this was still everything will be great for Bayern Munich in this season. Um, you know, um, the Kovac hashtag Kovac out hashtag Uliya wasn't still. Um, you know, it wasn't popular. It wasn't the thing. Um, few people obviously, but it wasn't the norm. You know, this is still when Bayern Munich were you know free. Everybody was a cool head. You know, whatever happened in the locker room, we don't know. But you know, everything was fine clearly because you know we we're getting loads of goals. And it showed, you know, for that for that match again. I watched the match again. Thomas Muller was was the man of the match. Uh, you know, Lewandowski was great. Goretzka was great. Um, Thiago was really good. Kimmich was really good. David Alaba was really good. Um, for me, the only poor performance uh, was probably Ribery, and he did get subbed off. Ribery did get subbed off first he was subbed up uh, in the 77th minute again Kovac uh, doing the late sub Kovac uh, decided you know I'm going to take out Frank Ribri and he brought in Serge Gnabry but at the, at the at the you know at that point we were or we were already up 3-0 the game was done and dusted so he made three uh, pretty quick uh, you know substitutions he brought on Serge Gnabry for Ribery he brought on James Rodriguez for Iron Robin And he brought on Quarantan Toliso for Thomas Muller. Overall, everybody played um, good to very good. Um, I don't want to say great. Thomas Muller probably played a very great game uh, on whoscored.com. It was uh, revealed that he was man of the match also. He scored an 8.3 with Lewandowski, Tiago Alcantara, and... Uh, Goretzka scoring at 8.1. David Alaba scoring at 8.2. Again, all of these players had a really good game. But it's not about the rating. It's not about the score. It's about the statistics for this game. Because people need to understand. They might have forgotten. But people need to understand how poor Stuttgart are. It doesn't matter if we're playing poorly now. I don't think we're playing poorly now. But the point of matter of fact is that Stuttgart are really poor. And I'm going to make you guys... You guys have to stick with me a little because what I'm trying to basically say is that, you know, I will reinforce it later on in the podcast. But Stuttgart are poor and this is the chance for Kovac to put some, you know, minutes under the belt of certain players that I feel like they need a playing time. They need to start and it will be great for Kovac. If it works or it doesn't work, it ends up being good for Kovac. If it works great for the player, great. If it doesn't, that sucks for him. But you have to realize just how poor Stuttgart that you can feel the different type of 11. Um, Now, on a side note, yeah, the argument is we want to keep it consistent. We don't want to rotate too much. We want to keep the consistent players going. So, for a Champions League and a cup game, uh, we are in form and everything's good. I totally agree with everybody that says that. I totally agree, 100%. But again, some part of me also says, you know what, we need to give the likes of uh, Renato Sanchez time. And I'm not talking about bringing him on on the 80th minute for him to play 10 minutes. I'm talking about, you know, bringing him on in the 50th minute or starting him. But again, like I said, Stuttgart poor. That's why I keep saying, you know, maybe we should change it up a little rotate this one match rotate this one match um and i say rotate because you know if you look at the statistics like i said Bayern munich had 24 shots that game 24. we had 24 damn shots and i don't know how we scored only three but we had 24 shots seven of them were on target in comparison to Stuttgart, they had four shots and zero on target. That's how dominant we were. That is how dominant we were. um We had a lot of the ball possession was on our side. We had two thirds of the ball um We created chances from open play. We made chances from set pieces um again, scoring three, maybe we could have scored more. We were effective at you know opportunities um you know at you know if we gave we had an opportunity, maybe we didn't com- we didn't convert them, but we're very good um and again stuttgart you know they're they're good at like getting the ball back from the opposition, that's great, but they don't know what to do after they're not really good going forward, and you know they're the type of team to. Uh, try to get a goal from a long range shot from like a outside the box they also played long ball um, for the likes of um, like a Mario Gomez that could go up front for them um, that you know he, he was up front for them the first time and he was poor um, they have decent players uh, you know they have a good goalie in Zeiler bum uh, bum Gartler, um again butchering his name he's a more of a CDM for him but he can work at a uh, back line uh, they have Gonz- uh, gonzalo uh, castro they have getner um but again it's the team they yeah they have didavi they have tommy cool whatever this is the fourth this their this team ranks uh in the 16th basically in the relegation zone for me again They were so poor, they didn't have a corner last time we played them. We had 12 corners. And this was an away game. This was in Stuttgart. This was at the Mercedes-Benz Arena. This was not at the Allianz Arena. We went away and got a clean sheet, scored three. We had 12 corners. They had zero. Right? We had two-thirds of the ball we had 24 shots they had four shots we had seven on target they had zero on target so it's 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 not it's not it's not a tough match right we're not playing gladbach we're not playing bremen we're not playing berlin we're not playing leipzig we're not playing frankfurt we're not playing dortmund um we're not playing, I mean, at this point, Leverkusen and Schalke are much more tougher than uh, Stuttgart. That's And that's saying something for Stuttgart, because, you know, they used to be a competing team, they used to actually put performances in, regardless of the result, they would actually, you know, put performances in, home and away. But now, it looks like you can steamroll with any squad. And it's a very risky move for niko kovac to rotate because obviously his his ass is on the line um he wants to do great at this job so he has that pressure of getting results so he has that also that excuse of not playing a certain players because if he plays certain players and he certain rotation policy occurs and you get a draw and you get a loss or anything you don't get the three points or the performance is not good you know the critics come around um you know people start voicing their opinion. And that's not good. And I totally understand why Kovac is reluctant to rotate as much now. And he used to rotate. I mean, it makes sense. You know, rotating makes sense. Um, and I would do it. If I was the manager of this game, I would rotate. But I will tell you how, um, you know, I'm going to tell you how Kovac is going to line up. I think Kovac is going to go with Noor in the back. He's going to go with Kimmich, Hummels, Sula, and Alaba. Now, we heard today in the press conference Niko Kovac saying that Boateng is ill and is a doubt. So, I'm going to go with Hummels and Sula. In midfield, I think he's going to go again with the normal Thiago and Goretzka. Um, yeah, Thiago Goretzka has been working. Last game, he played Javi. Um, that Javi was really good. He showed the value that he's, he still has and can still bring to the team. But I think he's going to go with the pivot. Uh, Thiago and Goretzka. Um, In the middle three, uh, the attacking three, I think he's going to go Muller out wide, Hamas in the middle, and either Coman or Gnabry, uh, more leaning to Coman, uh, out on the left-hand side, and Lewandowski up top. Now, that's a very, very strong lineup. Very strong. Absolutely strong lineup from... Uh, From, you know, from from the coach. And I don't blame him if he plays that. I don't blame him if he plays that at all. However, however, like I said, we are playing Stuttgart. Our next match is a week from today. And we have Leverkusen. Not that tough. After Leverkusen, we have Hertha Berlin midweek. Then after that, we have Schalke. So that's the next four games. That is the next four games. We have a home match tomorrow, and then we have a home match against Schalke. Leverkusen and Berlin is away. So, in my eyes, I believe that he should rotate slightly, not too much. I mean, he doesn't have much players. Robin and Ribri are out, the Quarantine Tolisa is not ready. I'm also not sure if Hamas will start because of the fitness. Now, if he starts, great. If he doesn't start, I need to know that if he's fit. If he's, if he's fit and he's not starting, okay, cool. Maybe he still wants to go with the favorable lineup. If he's, uh, if he's not fit and he's not starting, well, then it makes sense uh, because you can't throw him to play 90 minutes. Now, yeah, uh, Kovac can start him or bring him on. He could play maybe uh, a little more than a half, play within an hour, play 60, 70 minutes and bring him out. Uh, probably to get his game fitness on. So I'm not worried about that. You know, people are worried about uh, Kovac not playing Hamas. Uh, I am not worried about that at all. I think he will um, play him uh, on Sunday, either as a substitute or he will start him. I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing that that will happen for sure because I don't see that not happening in any way because Robin and Ribri are out definitely. And he's going to need to uh, rotate uh, players like Müller, uh, give time and rest to players like Coleman and Ganabri, even though Gnabry did not uh, start last match. But here's here's how I would play. Here's how I would line up. Um, based on the last game, uh, I was going to start Boateng, but it seems that Boateng is a doubt. Uh, I don't want Boateng to sit on the bench too much because once you, you need him and then he gives a shit performance, then we're gonna be looking at Boateng as why he gave a shit performance. Well, we need to play him sometimes. That's great that he wants that he's probably leaving in the summer. But we need to play him some some games too, so he doesn't get bored on the bench and he he feels like he's useless. And this was a great game, but it seems that he's ill. He's a doubt. That's fine. Hummus, uh, uh, uh Sula, not Hummels hummus and Sula can start at the back in central defense. Now, last game I noticed Alaba worked his socks off. Uh, It has been a week. Um, I wouldn't mind if, you know, if Alaba is, um, you know, given a rest and Rafinha comes. If Alaba starts, it's not a big deal. Um, I believe maybe we should take care of these uh, fullbacks, Alaba and Kimmich a little. Um, Kimmich can play every game. I'm not worried about Kimmich. But again, if, if Alaba needs a rest, if Kimmich needs a rest, by all means. We need you guys for Liverpool, not for Stuttgart. Uh, in midfield, I will give... It's it's a shame that my timing of this, because Goretzka came out saying that he wants to put his uh, place on a team. He feels like he can start. He feels like he can give value to the team. And he. this is why he joined Bayern Munich, because he wants to compete at the highest level to be able to give him the opportunity to win trophies. And that's great. I love that. I think that itself, his comment... Um, just basically conclude of, um, who, uh, what player basically to, uh, you know, the kit that I want to buy, what player to put in the back. And I've realized that it's probably going to be Goretzka because of that specific comment. I love comments like that. You know, uh. That's the thing is people were talking about how T- Toliso will start over him. With that type of comment, he's going to give Toliso a run for his money and he could possibly start over Toliso. And it's, that's really good for Toliso and that's really good for Goretzka because both of these players will fight each other for positions. And that's going to give a headache to the manager. It's going to give a headache to the fans and the board because now they have really two, you have two really good central midfielders that want to play. But again, this is me. So I will not play Goretzka this match, I will play Renato Sanchez. Now, when I say this, I also say that you could bring on Renato Sanchez. But when I say bring on Renato Sanchez, it probably means bring him on in the first hour mark. Right after halftime, 55, 60, 65 minutes, bring him on. This boy needs game time, especially with what has happened recently. With what has come out recently. With the rumors, apparently, that Kovac said that, you know, um, he, these rumors, he doesn't know where where they're coming from. And he also recognized that, yeah, it's, it's true that PSG were interested in him. But, you know, he's clearly said and he's clearly made a stand that Renato will not leave. And that he's doing well and uh, he doesn't want him to leave. So, that's a positive sign. Now, I need Kovac to... Um, Use this, um, you know, this positive sign that he has put out and play him. Play him on Sunday. For God's sakes, play this play this boy. This boy seems that he's depressed. When I look at him, he seems that he's depressed. Not that he doesn't want to be in Munich. Not that he's away from home. Because he's getting along. Sanchez is getting along great with Wagner. He's getting along great with Koman, Gnabry. Alaba, Thiago, James, Rafinha. He's getting on great with the team. So, yeah, maybe it's a different culture. It's a different, you know, it's really cold. Portugal is really hot. Um, You know, all that could be put aside if he gets some game time. And it's going to be difficult when Tolisso is back. So he needs to get as much games as possible. And what better opportunity? than Stuttgart. At home against Stuttgart. I don't see how he cannot play. If Kovac doesn't play him um that will be one mistake I believe that he will he will have in that specific fixture not playing Sanchez for more than 35-40 minutes. Um what else um Coleman and Gnabry um Gnabry not starting last match. Muller out wide. Uh, we all know Muller. Muller um, is not a Muller is not a wide player. He does cross the ball. He's not a winger. Yes, wingers in my definition are players that cross the ball, send the ball into the box. Uh, Muller does that, but again, he's not a natural winger. He's more of a ten. Um but Mueller has played in that position many times but he had the luxury of uh, Philip Long behind him. Now he has the luxury of Kimmich behind him. Um that performance last week, uh, last last match was really, really uh really really good for Mueller, you know. Um But again, Hamas I believe also needs game time. Um he then again, again. He, he might not be fit. He doesn't need 90 minutes. He does not need 90 minutes. If he's not fit, you could play him for 45 minutes, right? You could play him for 45 minutes and you could bring on Renato Sanchez. You could play him for 55 minutes. You bring him on Renato Sanchez. You just pull him aside and be like, look, I want to play you, but I don't know if your fitness is right, so I'm going to give you limited time. And that second half of the limited time, you could play on Sanchez. Or you can start Sanchez instead of Goretzka. And when Hamas. When Hamas is subbed out, you could bring on Goretzka. You could bring on the lights of Wagner. This is the game for, this is the perfect game for Wagner, Rafinha, Sanchez, Hamas. This is the exact, exact lineup you need to have in that. Some formation, some mixture. Um, So I keep emphasizing and I keep hollering at why uh, Byron, need to and Kovac in in, to be exact Kovac needs to play uh, those players not 90 minutes but they need to get game time I mean you're not going to have a better opportunity you have a week off until you play so your next match is a week from now at at Leverkusen right prior prior to Leverkusen you have no midweek match you got a week you got a week to prepare to train to rest for Leverkusen. Great. You're playing today or this weekend, Sunday, Stuttgart. Bottom of the bottom of the league. 16th placed. 14 points. 14 points. That is ridiculous from Stuttgart. They are so poor that they have in the last 3 games they have trailed at halftime and at full time. In the last three games that's how poor they are we've played uh, we've played 18 matches 18 matches and they have 14 points from 18 matches they have four wins four if you care if you if you, i mean i don't know what else to say this is the perfect opportunity for renato sanchez to get some game time this is the perfect opportunity for uh, for the likes of uh, you know, Hamas to get some game time again, it does not have to be full ninety minutes. Sanchez, cool, Hamas with the whole you know fitness, it doesn't matter, it does not matter. You know, Sanchez, Hamas, um, and even the likes of Boateng, they're not the same as Thomas Muller. Thomas Muller will never, you know. You know he won't complain about uh, minutes. He might come out and say, you know, I, it's happened that Thomas Müller has not started a match under Pep guardia If you guys remember when he played Athletico first leg, he didn't play Thomas Müller, and everybody wondered why. And it was a quote-unquote tactical um, tactical um, decision. Had a brain fart. It was a tactical decision. But it showed that Thomas Müller is so important that in the next game he played, we were way better. But it was too late. So Thomas Müller, again, Thomas Müller, if you sub, if you don't play Thomas Müller, or if you sub him out, he won't care. But the likes of James, Sanchez, this is the exact time for these guys to get those games. And I truly believe, I honestly believe, Kovac will play James and Sanchez at one point. Either if it's a substitution or... They start, they will get game time. They will get game time. Now, I don't know how much game time. Again, like I said, none of the whole bullshit 85-minute substitution. There's no point in me, no motivation for me to, um, you know, put my cleats up, you know, get my ankle strapped, put my shin guard on, put everything, and go out there against a Stuttgart side and be motivated for five minutes, six minutes. Play Sanchez and James a good chunk of the game. Sanchez can be brought on. Sanchez could start and you could bring on Goretzka later. Sanchez could start or Sanchez could be brought on. It does not matter. You could bring him on at the 60th minute. He got 30 minutes. He got 30 minutes to do something. Show a display. I would actually start him so we see, you know, he always wants a chance. Okay, cool. Give him a start. See what he does. Give him a start and see what he does. Hamas, um, same thing. With the whole fitness and everything. Give him a start. Give him a start and take him off like 70th minute. Give, take him off 70th minute and you could bring on the likes of, you know, you could bring on the likes of Goretzka if he doesn't start. You could bring on the likes of Wagoner. You could bring on the likes of Ganabri or Komen, whichever one doesn't start. All of this is crucial. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. Rambling on because probably everyone's already tired of me rambling on about the Renato Sanchez getting a start. But I you guys I just want to make you guys understand that um this is key. Now I'm not sure if Javi I just want to get on the Javi. I'm not sure Javi will start. Yeah, he's if he starts, I, I don't see I don't see Stuttgart scoring. If Javi Martinez starts, I will put money, I will make a bet that there he won't start. Because Stuttgart are not great going forward. Now you put a DM, and Botang is not starting. it's Hummels, it's the best pairing in Hummels and Sula. Then if you put in a tall DM, physical tall DM that could play the ball, no chance Stuttgart scores. No chance. But um, let's see what happens. Um, you know, my foreshadowing is basically just the same as last game. You know, if you look at the heat map in the last match between Bayern and Stuttgart, Bayern Munich were basically controlling the ball in 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 uh, in the Stuttgart opposition's half. Um, and for this game, it's the same. I think we're going to control the game in the opposition's half. I think we're going to dominate position, possession. Sorry, I think we will score from possibly like a free kick situation, a set piece situation, something. Something, uh, a corner kick, you know, something like that. Uh, I think uh, we're working on type of, you know, playground stuff like that. Like a Van Gogh days when we work on corner set pieces. Um, um, I also think we're going to score b- based on an error from Stuttgart. I think that's, that's going to come also. But, um, you know, our history against Stuttgart, we've won the last 17 of... Uh, we've won the 17 of the last 18 matches against Scootcard in all competitions we are undefeated uh in the 36 of their uh in the 36 of our 38 home matches you know and we've kept six clean sheets in the last eight times we played card. this is why i keep saying they are shite they are nothing to uh, to be scared of this is a perfect opportunity for the like of Kovac to get good with the players and the fans. Yeah, he doesn't care about that. But this was a good bonding moment for Eric. We were playing a such a bad team. Such a bad side. You can get a few players to get minutes. It's possible. You can give players some rest to be motivated for Leverkusen. So... That's what I think. I think uh if I were to if I were to uh predict the scoreline, I think the match will end I don't know, it's going to be tough because I don't know how Stuttgart are going to come out. I'm expecting Stuttgart are going to come out the same way they have against us, the same way they have all year, the same way they've done in the recent form. But again, um I don't want to I don't want to basically um call it as if Stuttgart won't put anything in and we're going to blow them out. And in some way, I think we're going to score four or more. I think we're going to score easy three goals. I think it could be four or five, and it should be four or five if we play uh, efficient, if we play correctly, and if we play um, unselfishly. Um, that's that's basically what I believe will, will be the catalyst for this. Because just imagine if you know, uh, the likes of Hamas getting on the scoreboard. I would really, really love if the likes of Hamas, Lewandowski get on the scoreboard and uh, the likes of possibly uh, Coman or Gnabry getting on the scoreboard. And then, you know, if Sanchez and Mueller assist these players, that is a perfect day for me. You know, at this point, I don't think a clean sheet is perfect. Um, I don't mind if there's no clean sheet, I would rather mind if Sanchez, James, Komen and Gnabry and Lewandowski uh, either provide an assist or a goal to keep their confidence, to keep their heads up. That's my main thing. And um, so like I said, guys, um, Botang has an illness. He's a doubt. Robin and Ribéry uh, are out um Gnabry has continued and started tra- uh, training so he's possible for uh, for the game I think Coman is gonna start um I don't see Javi, sta- Javi Martinez starting I feel like that's a bit of an overkill um it'll be too much overkill defense in defending um that's feel like it's too heavy on the defensive side you know we don't need uh, to be that cautious to be that conservative um but that's what I believe will happen. Um, I think it's very, very, you know, low percentage that we lose or draw this game. So, based on the fact of history, the previous history, and the previous, uh, you know, the recent form of Stuttgart and Bayern, you know, we've won five in a row in the la- If we're looking at the last five games, we're looking we've won five in a row, and they've won two out of the last five, and they've lost the last three and they're sitting in sixteenth, like I said before, four wins out of eighteen games. We can't take this lightly. This is an opportunity for the likes of the players I have listed. All of them could get on a scoreboard, all of them could put in good performances. To put into um a numerical standpoint, um you know, they they don't have a goal score threat. You know, Gomez cool, he's good in air. They have the likes of Essoin, Didavi, Zuber, cool. Um, But again, if they go back three, if they go back four, it won't matter. They have to do deal with the likes of Lewandowski, Müller, Coman, Hamas, Tiago, Goretzka, all these guys. But uh, I'm going to keep shouting during the match. Um, I will keep tweeting it out. I will tweet out before I will remember to tweet. out. I've actually said, uh, I, you know, I did the podcast. I'm not sure what podcast. I think the expectations of Bayern Munich in the second half. I think it was that podcast. Uh, that podcast, I said what my expectations are for Bayern. And I basically covered, um, you know, the, the next two months of Bayern Munich. The next one to one and a half two months of Bayern Munich and the fixtures we have, who we play, and uh, you know the likes of players and I and I basically you know I summarized what players should play and what matches because it's perfect for them and the rotation because rotation will come once we play, uh, you know, once we play Champions League. You know we got a we got a cup game then we got a weekend then we got a Champions League then we got a uh, weekend then we got a cup. All that is gonna be somewhere somewhere in between there we got to rotate Kovac will rotate and you know we're trying to get uh all of these players as healthy as possible um and that's going to be the you know a headache for Kovac but that's going to be the best case for Bayern Munich and and that's what we need we need to have the best uh chance to progress in all competitions to get three points um so that's what I think that's what I think is going to happen on Sunday and that's what I think should happen on Sunday. Um I will again like I said I will tweet out before the match of what I believe uh who should play, what should happen, what to expect. Um you guys uh it's funny because you know some t- um, most it seems like most of the time but it's not but I always get people saying um how my tweets uh, are on point and how I'm, per, I'm really good at per, uh, you know you know seeing and analyzing uh, you know what sub is coming or what sub should happen seeing it happening what is going to go down and looking at the game a little differently and all people keep saying oh we got too many analysts on Twitter um, that could possibly be yes I'm not saying I'm an analyst um, I might have something about me that, you know, is knowing uh, what's happening uh, only on the basis of that. You know, I've played football before. I played football for a team. I was part of a tournament. I was part of a league um, and I've also uh, coached uh, football. So that's probably the only aspect I have, you know, of why I can read the game Um not that I know it better than anybody else. I'm not saying that, but you know, um, I always tweet it out and I will keep tweeting it out. Uh, so hopefully this time, uh, it's right on point as well. Um, and, uh, you know, people will, people will chime in and see what I believe and what I said. So it'll be all good that will end it on this podcast everybody um i just want to say before i go that there will be more podcasts coming um i have already recorded uh one previous to this uh that will be up uh not today i will actually upload this prior but that'll be up in a couple of days um uh what did i also oh okay great so i just want to say again um you know the support has been awesome uh people have been having great discussions people have been dming me about uh, certain players certain um you know rankings who i like who i dislike uh, positions managers all that past and present uh so that's great um and I wanted to say thank you for the people that have uh, went on my uh, uh, anchor profile page. Uh, you can go on the uh, you know you could go on the page. You could go on the podcast profile, and uh, it, once you get on, uh, you can support. You can hit support this podcast. I just want to thank the people that uh, supported the podcast uh, and the people that have prior to them also. Thank you guys, um, the, the support uh, has been great and it gives me the opportunity to continue to do what I really like and that's discuss football. Um, we, will, we will be uh, doing more, obviously. The support is making me continue it. Uh, I, I understand that people really love it. Uh, the feedback has been great. So uh, I just wanna give a shout out to them. Uh, much love to everybody. Uh, I'd never expected to uh, you know grow the podcast this much. So again, guys, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, So on that basis, thank you guys. We'll be back shortly. I will post uh, one in a few days. Um, On that, um, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.